Man, you're getting killed out there. Tell me about it. I feel like Rocky after 15 rounds with Apollo Creed. Speaking of Rocky, did you know that Sylvester Stallone wrote the first draft of the movie in only three days? Did you know that Sylvester Stallone permanently flattened out his knuckles from punching the side of beef? What about Burgess Meredith? He had lived his line in the audition, which landed him the role of Mickey. Or that a destitute Sylvester Stallone turned down $350,000 because the studio didn't want him starring in it? Well, you can find this out and much, much more by listening to Rocky Minute, the fan podcast that covers the Rocky movies one minute at a time. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com. Now get back out there and knock this bum out. Dueling Genre. Welcome back, everybody, to Harry Potter in the Chamber of... I'm recording, right? <laughs> sure I made sure I was recording? Okay. Welcome back, everybody, to Harry Potter in the <laughs> Chamber of Minute, the fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And my voice sounds kind of gravelly right now. Do you think it sounds like... Maybe I'm just... I wouldn't say gravelly. Not gravelly. But, like, there's a little bit of a... My throat hurts, and I don't know It almost why. feels like you're forcing it. I'm not forcing it, though. Uh, I just want to start this one over. <laughs> okay. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. everybody to Harry Potter in the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast that's over analyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Victoria Cope. And today we're talking about minute 50, uh, 67. Oh my gosh. 67, which starts with Dobby's second warning. And it ends with Dobby on the defensive. We get uh, lots of Dobby this week. It's been a while. Right? It's yes. been an hour. <laughs> we're due. We're due for some Dobby. <laughs> do for Dobby. Do for Dobby. Um, Dobby starts today saying that he thought that his bludger and that stopping the well, no, first it's that like he thought that preventing Harry from getting through the barrier would keep him from going to school. Right earlier, and Harry's like, "It was you." Like, yeah, like, yes, it was. Yeah, 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 it was Dobby. Dobby did it. He doesn't feel bad. I mean, maybe he feels a little <laughs> bad. But not really. But not really. It's kind of funny. Doesn't doesn't he say? Doesn't he say that he was Dobby was most aggrieved <laughs> about the bludger? Oh, about the bludger. He he says Dobby had to iron his hands, and he holds his hands out. His there's, hands there's, are all bandaged, bandages. and they're like kind of bloody. And hmm, I have a question. Dobby serves the Malfoys, and Dobby had to punish himself. For almost bad mouthing the Malfoys before. Right. Mm-hmm. Why does Dobby punish himself for putting Harry in danger? He doesn't belong to Harry. He has no, no responsibility to Harry. Is it guilt? Maybe. Like I like the, the conditioning that we we have brought up, the house elf sort of thing, 
Does it extend outside the family the house elf serves? They just can't. Maybe Dobby's personal... Um, Dobby's personal, I guess, feelings of responsibility or his stance or his morals extend beyond the family he serves. Like, oh, not only should I serve this family, but like... I should be good to the other people around me as well. To just people who are seen like Especially he's been conditioned for them kindness. to be above him. Someone who showed him a kindness and asked him to sit down and like yeah. treated him like an, and like like an, an equal. equal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why. I guess that's why. But that's a little extreme. I don't think Harry would have wanted that. Right? Like, dude, you're trying to keep me safe? I don't agree with your methods, but you don't have to torture torture yourself in uh, response mm-hmm. to putting me in danger. Right. Though you did put me in danger. Mm-hmm. Broke that my most arm. Definitely. Yeah. Almost smashed my brains out. It wasn't a good thing, buddy. I don't know if you know what you're doing. <laughs> Maybe you're biting off a little more than you can chew. Right. I mean, you are just a house elf. Just a house elf. Just a house elf. That's demeaning. Oh. But he has no control over the kind of spells that he's doing. I don't think that he doesn't have any control. I just think he doesn't understand the repercussions. Like something as like he may like the rogue bludger could have had something as simple as he thinks he is. I mean, isn't that kind of like why JK kinda killed him off? (laughs) <laughs> well, we joked about that, but I don't know if that's like legitimate or not. I know, but, but I mean, I, it just seems like a little weird how I do how much stuff he's able to be able to do. Realized, yeah, how powerful they are, then they could be their enslavement wouldn't hold. Yeah, like I feel like his his little spell on the on the rogue bludger is something as simple as like just like follow him without realizing oh, that it's like it's uh, like, like you have to put more curse. to it yeah it's like yeah it's gonna follow him but it's gonna follow him to the point to where the end yeah pretty much till he's followed so it's like he doesn't he doesn't think that way i don't know how comfortable he is or how allowed how much he's allowed to do in the ways of magic so i just think like him being just a house elf is just being the fact that he's been so conditioned down that he doesn't know how to like necessarily use what he can do yeah he doesn't know how to be like responsible with the power that he has sure sure i could be taught then that'd be scary then 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 that might be a problem (laughs) i want like somewhere in the wizarding world history I want a house elf uprising. And like there's a small part of me that wants it to be like bloody. Oh gosh, what the Is heck? that bad? I just like <laughs> I imagine and then you have to have the, like the great no. house elf war. Oh my god, you know what it is? It's that episode of Steven Universe of the Watermelon Stevens. <laughs> and terrible. uh they are all fighting because they think that they're protecting someone, but it turns out that they're doing more harm than good. And they don't realize until until one of their own comes to actual danger. Yeah. Dobby sacrifices himself to stop the house elf liberation. It's, it's the great house elf war. The great house elf war. That's extreme. Right. <laughs> I just... But they're so powerful in their magic that they can do. 
No wands. Are no all of them or just him? I don't know. Do you think Dobby's like, is is Dobby the chosen house elf? <laughs> right? There's, there's the elf prophecy. <laughs> Dobby will be the one. My assumption is that like any house elves are like, have that kind of magical ability. Because the way, because again, what he says in, in the eighth movie when he's just, or the seventh movie when he's just like, I'm an elf. Like, it's, like, inconsequential yeah. that he can do this thing. Like, yeah, like, what? We, we, all, we can all can do it. Yeah, is there something yeah. significant about this? Like, this isn't that... I mean, it's just... it's I can apparate, sure. Whatever. It's not a big deal. What are you talking about? Right. Why Why is this... A, is this Should this be a problem? It's not like, a problem. We'll talk about... He doesn't even know. I actually want to dig into that, but that's not for a long time. So, Do- uh, Harry threatens Dobby. If I had both of my arms, I would strangle you myself. Dobby, like, <gasps> and he falls off the bed. But he says, Dobby's used to death threats, sir. Dobby gets them fu- Why does Dobby refer to himself in the third person? That makes me really sad. Is it that he, like, is, is it just more of that conditioning? It's he sees more. himself as an object, so he's not, like, a, he's not an I, he's an it. Oh, they definitely treat him like an it. Dobby gets them five times a day. Five times. It's very specific. Five times. It is very specific. He doesn't like get threatened six times a day. He doesn't get threatened four. It's five, five times a day. Every day. They're spaced out. <laughs> is there like an he, alarm is, that goes off and Lucius is like, oh, up. it's time to threaten Dobby again. <laughs> right. You <laughs> wretched beast. As, as soon as he, like, wakes up, it's just like, oh, he's like, give me my breakfast, and and if you get it wrong, I'll, uh, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he goes to bed, it's all like, oh. Just spread out throughout the whole day. Oh, that's so silly. That's so silly. I don't know. I don't. Poor dog. Poor... Yeah. <laughs> it's like not a moment of reprieve. He's just getting death threats and probably like smacked around and just it's so it's so bad it's so abusive we'll we'll talk about it the very very end but lucius like kicks him down the stairs and smacks him with his cane and it's just like like this is just what you're seeing imagine behind closed doors (laughs) i know if ironing his hands is something that's like not even seen as like meh like whatever they wouldn't even notice yeah they wouldn't even notice he punished himself. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty terrible. You just can imagine ironing your hands. I know, that's brutal. His hands look so, like, They're long thin. and thin, uh-huh. He's got really long fingers. And it's, like, wrapped around not only, like, the like the ha- like the meat of his hand, you know, but it's also, like, on each fingertip or, or each finger. It's like cheesecloth. Yeah. Wrapped around. He's gonna be a mummy. <laughs> He'll injure himself so much just be wrapped around. Oh, himself. poor Dobby. Little Dobby mummy. <laughs> Dobby mummy. Do mummies exist in Harry Potter? <gasps> I bet they do. Me too. I feel like that's a magical thing. Like, it's a secret magical thing that... Inferior you know. kind of, like, zombie... Lo- mummies and zombies are similar. An inferior kind of zombie. So I guess that mummies could exist. Mm-hmm. Creepy. The magical world is scary. I don't like it. I don't like it. No. <laughs> I li- I like Harry's threat though. 
Yeah, he says, you better clear off before my bones come back or I might strangle you. He's so angry because of all the things he's done. I mean, he's not... He's not wrong. Right, like he definitely Dropped the cake on that, on that on Mrs. Mason, which meant he ended up locked in his bedroom with no food and yeah. limited bathroom breaks. And then he stopped them from getting on the train, which meant that they stole the car, which meant that they crashed into them. I mean, that's not Dobby's fault, but... They could have been expelled. It's an extension of Dobby. And then, yeah, the bludger almost killed him. So he's like, you, well, I have every right to be rad right now. Angry. Rad? Rad. Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Mad. Angry. <laughs> furious. Daniel Madcliffe. <laughs> oh, um, bad jokes. Right. Bad jokes. Dobby backs up. And uh, he's like... Like as if Harry's actually going to do something. Because well, Harry, Harry's like, you could have killed me. And he's like, never kill you. And then I, I made a joke earlier, which, which won't pay off for a long time. But I said, like, never kill. Only... Seriously, just only injure or seriously maim, <laughs> right? Like that's <laughs> which is his intention. That's toward. fine. I love, I love that that line. I didn't even realize that that line was a callback until today. <laughs> Never kill. Never kill. Oh, Dobby, you're so pure. We're uh, it's nighttime, so we get that super heavy saturated blue light throughout this minute mm-hmm. that we see so so often. In these first two movies. But I don't think I have... Oh, Victoria, when it's just us, I feel like our minutes end up being really short. Right? We just talk so fast. I guess so. There's just not a whole lot with this. I've got more. I've got a lot more for tomorrow, but we'll we'll do that. We'll get to that tomorrow. So I think I'm done for today. How do you feel? I'm feeling alright. Just looking at Harry, being so mad. I'm like, like I'd be mad too. Yeah. Yeah, Harry deserves to be mad. I agree. It's like, you have a crappy way of like trying to help me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you say you're helping by hurting me. I don't understand your logic. Right. And Dobby's like, my logic is undeniable. Mm, I don't mm, know about that one. I question that a little <laughs> I question that, yes. Just a bit, just a bit. All right, thank you everybody, of course, for joining us again. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at HP Minute. You can email us at contact at hpminute.com. And you can join us again tomorrow for minute se- uh, 68. I'm going to get minutes wrong all this week. 68 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Mischief, Mischief Managed. managed.